We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Love it, Jordan. Jordan Rabjohn here, Power 98.5 Live on air. I'm going to tell you, what do we have to talk about here with you today? Because you know it's going to get good. Hi, hey, Stephen. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing, mate? I'm doing awesome. How did you like the intro to that? Loved it, loved it. Thank you for playing the song, by the way. We're going to do the entire song very shortly. Also, I've got another surprise for you because we're going to uh, air live the video that you and your mom did, Catherine. I'm loving awesome, it. awesome. I'm thinking of doing cool. Rise Up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that'd be the one to do. Yeah, that'd be awesome if you wouldn't mind, mate. That's perfect, thank you. Absolutely. So bring us up to speed. What's... What's been giving you the music bug itch that got you started? Oh, I mean, I started I started with the music bug around six or seven years old. Uh, to tell you the truth, I started writing music at at that age. I was uh, I was pretty obsessed with. I mean, you might find this strange because it's very different from the music that I released. But I was obsessed with the band Kiss and other sort of rock bands and uh you know i was brought up on on 70s music so uh like david bowie and that kind of stuff uh by by me my parents so i started from a very young age sort of obsessing over different bands and artists and you know 
looking up to to certain idols and wanting to be like those guys so yeah i got into i got into writing music i mean i'll be honest the earliest stuff that i was writing at that age was, was true truly awful but um never gave it up uh grafted and and here we are so yeah and obviously yeah, that's you got the inspiration from your mom because you made reference that you uh you said uh like many people may not know but your mom's a better singer yeah i mean they they, uh, they certainly know now because um, that that video uh, incredibly has just has just done just done so well online. Uh, we 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 really didn't expect it to do the numbers it's done. Uh, so now the it seems the world knows that my mum's a better singer than me. But uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she 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 was a professional singer for I want to say thirty years um, around that around that sort of time. Uh, she she did sort of. She was a touring singer in in various cover bands. So she 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 unfortunately for her she never sort of hit the the mainstream as an artist. But I mean, as you can hear, she definitely has the voice. She has the voice for it, and um, yeah. So she's obviously a massive inspiration to me. And, and growing up hearing her sing, um, yeah, I suppose that just kind of led me on my way. How does she feel about where your music career is at today? Oh, she's. Uh, She's my biggest fan. I know it sounds really cheesy, but um, yeah, she's she's my biggest fan. She's my biggest critic as critic as well at times. Don't get me wrong, but um, <laughs> no, she's she's obviously massively proud. And uh, yeah, I think I think to be honest, I would um, I would I would sing more of my. You know, we, we get messages every day, tons and tons of messages. You know, you guys need to do an album. You guys need to do another song. We get we get requests for songs and. It's just about finding that finding that fine line between, you know, she she doesn't want me to to become that artist who sings with his mum. You know, it's 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 obviously lovely that we that we get together and do it, but it's just about finding that fine line between what's too much where where we almost become a duo. Do you know what I mean? So um, she's she's dead keen for me to 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 keep going as a solo artist and 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 make it that way. How many covers have you and your mom, Catherine, have done so far? Uh, I think we've got, I think we've got three out there at the minute. I believe we've we've got a couple, we've got a couple of others lined up, which we've uh, which we filmed, but we uh, we're just waiting for the right time to release those. Um, we'll definitely be doing one a, a, around Christmas time, a sort of Christmas song, and possibly another one in between. But um, yeah. It's uh, do you know what's funny? Me, me, me and my mum have like almost like a more of a, a a brother and sister type relationship than a mother and son in the in the sense that you know we're really really close and and what what you see on that video is is obviously really lovely but we always laugh because behind behind closed doors when we when we're filming those videos th there's a lot of stress you know we 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 bicker and. Uh, it's 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 all it's all fun and games, but yeah, um, she's like she's like my best friend. So yeah, it's, it's it's all fun and games. We enjoy doing them. Please come out with a vinyl. If you two do a Christmas, whatever you guys do, I'm huge in purchasing vinyls right now. I don't know what got me into it. Something is in the air, and uh, I couldn't pass on a deal of a. Uh, of a record player. So I end up getting it and I'm having 
a lot of fun getting, you know, new albums. And there's just something about listening to the music on vinyl. It's just very different. And I was thinking, you know, is it worth paying for? And it is. It's so easy to go and listen to music on iTunes, Spotify, and it's worth it. You guys deserve the recognition. You guys deserve um, what you put into all the hard work, the value and the creativity. To listen to it on vinyl is a completely different experience. Do you agree? Yeah. And you know what? It's funny that you should say that because um, I've been considering uh, getting myself a vinyl player uh, recently. It's kind of a thing uh, in the UK. I'm not sure if it's the same over in the States, but it's it's very, very trendy. I mean, it's very fashionable and, and it's, it's becoming very popular. All my friends have got vinyl players. And yeah, it's almost like it's in, they, they say it's a bit addicting. A bit addictive, sorry, collecting the uh, collecting the vinyls. So, yeah, I've, I've I've been considering getting into it for a, a while now. You might have you might have just convinced me. So, yeah, but for sure, we, we I'd, I mean, I'd love to release it, uh, release music on vinyl. I wouldn't know how to do it, to be honest. I'd have to uh, I'd have to do some research into that. But yeah, for sure, it is easy to do. I take it you're handling all your management or the distribution aspect. You're making all the final decisions on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all me, yeah. I know here in the States there are companies that you can, I believe, submit your music or such to it, and they will do it, or your distribution company can sort you out with that. So definitely look into it. And once you do, I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm probably going to be the first one. I'm going to be buying it. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll be sure to let you know. Uh, Martin yep. Henderson, massive fan, listened for so long, please, can I get a shout out? So Martin Henderson, it's Martin Henderson is one of my best friends. So he is, uh, I, I know Martin. Um, he, I, I literally, I'm in a band with Martin. So Martin, thank you for listening, mate. I hope you're having a good day at work. <laughs> <laughs> Martin is a Martin is a mailman. Martin's a postman in the UK. So oh, is he? Hope he's having a good day. I know. He, I know his car broke down yesterday, so he spent oh. um, he spent a few hours stuck on a motorway. So hope you're having a better day than yesterday, mate. <laughs> yeah, Martin. I hope things get better for you, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting Jordan. And uh, yeah, I I'm going to say people would be screwed without you if they didn't have someone to help them with their mail. That's the one. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what do you guys do together? Is are you still practice or play or? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, well, I mean, obviously at the minute we do, we do very little, unfortunately with the, with the COVID situation, but, um, yeah. So me and Martin, are, well, I mean, Martin, I never like to say Martin plays bass for me because I see it as more of a band, but when I perform as Jordan Rabjohn live, uh, yeah, Martin plays bass with us. So Martin's a great bass player. And uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get back to gigging. Well, I was going to say very soon, but just just whenever would be nice because at the minute there's not much going on in the in the live music scene, is there? What's happening with the quarantine aspect over there where you are? Um, life, I mean... It feels like it's getting back to normal, uh, you know, shows, uh, restaurants, hairdressers have all opened back up. There are obviously restrictions. We have to, 
we have to wear a mask wherever we go. But um, in terms of music, the the live scene is is still completely off limits. It's a shame, really, because there's quite a a, a lot of a few venues uh, locally that have that have shut down. I know across the country, it's it's been hit quite hard. The music industry, especially the live the live scene. So it's a shame. I just hope like the festivals, the festivals that the UK has had going on for years and years, decades. I hope they survive because it's looking pretty grim at the minute. And there's been no word on exactly when you guys or or your country would be opening back up to such things as venues or live gigs. As far as as far as I'm aware, there hasn't. I might be wrong. I might be I might be a, a few days or a week behind the news on that. But uh, I know that they're speaking about um, football game, obviously soccer to you guys. Um, Football games opening, football stadiums, should I say, opening back up October, November. So, in theory, if 30,000 people are allowed to cram into a football stadium, then surely music venues should be able to open up at that time. So, I'm hoping October, November. But honestly, I don't know at the minute. It's uh, we've got, we've certainly not got any plans booked in gig-wise. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a shame because. Um, we 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 had a couple of gigs booked in actually uh, when this when the whole COVID situation sort of kicked off and obviously we had to cancel those so seems like ages since I've been on stage. Are you ever uh, coming yeah. to the states at all in the future? Oh, I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. I mean, I've been, I've been to the states uh, on family holidays countless times, uh, but never. Never for music, never for business. So that's kind of that's part of the dream. I'll be honest with you. I know everyone, you know, in the world wants to break the states as a, as an artist. I know it's one of the hardest things to do, but yeah, that's up there on the list on the bucket list. Well, I hope you do for sure because I want my media yeah. pass. I want to come get some good behind the scenes <laughs> content, and then we can go and party and have some drinks. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Let's see here. Patty Evans, love the song you and your mom sang. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. You know what? I wish I wish my mum was here because I could um I could pop her on for a for a minute or so and uh, let you speak. But no, she's 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 just gone out just before just before I came on air. Uh, but no, thank you. We we really do appreciate all your comments and it's it's it, honestly it's pretty mind blowing the the uh, the response that we've had from that video from all corners of the world. So, you know. We, I'd like to take this sort of this opportunity to say that uh, we get we get that many messages that we we've got to the point now where we can't respond individually as much as we would love to. So I just want to say to anyone who's messaged me, you know, privately or or commented on a video, or whatever, we we see your messages and we really do appreciate them. But honestly, it's just been overwhelming the reaction. Well, when you debut nervous on eight twenty, okay, this month, yes. All right. If your mom's available, bring her on. And yeah, for sure. I would love to uh, get word with her and her thoughts. And if she wants to do a little melody, she's more than welcome to. She would love that. <laughs> I'll um, as soon as she comes back, I'll tell her that she's uh, she's booked on air on the twenty first when we release Nervous. <laughs> okay. Officially the twenty first or the twentieth. Uh, do you know what I? I 
second guess myself now. I think it's yeah, 21st. I should know that, shouldn't I? If anyone on earth should know that, it's me. But I had to I had to double check then. It's Friday okay. the 21st of August. Yeah. All right. Just so you know. All right. I wonder if this is my new single nervous is out in three weeks. Please. All right. This is for a pre-save on 820. Um, wait, are we on 82021? Oh, no. 821.20. You guys do your numbers backwards from us. Ah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be it. Yeah, we do. And you know, and you know what? Every time, because I have quite a, I have quite a large audience in the state. In terms of like the percentage of my audience that's split around the world, a large percentage of it is over in the in the states with you guys. And I every time I post a date online, I always think this is going to confuse half of my sort of followers <laughs> and it just did i'm looking at it and it's like wait yeah. a and then and i'm like wait a minute no he's not going to be doing this drop in 2021 <laughs> so yeah so everyone listening excuse me looking at it here in a mindset or through the mindset of someone here in the state so it's 8 21 august 21st of this year nervous is dropping that's the one all right that's, that's right. when we need to get you on on the 21st and if your mom's available please let her know so pre-save yeah, now. Awesome. Uh, yes. Where can everyone go to get that? So uh, on my pretty much on every social media page that you will find of me in the bio, there will be a link. Uh, click that link and you'll find the pre-save link through there. So, uh, for example, on, on Instagram, click the link and it'll just be right there. Pre-save nervous. Well, it should be as easy as that. Thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt my uh, my apologies, but I'm very excited to say, Catherine, she just said, I will be there. Promise. Oh, is she commenting now? She's Hi, commenting now. Wait a minute. Yeah. She's... <laughs> that just popped up. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Well, I hope you're still listening, Catherine, because we're going to go right into this. I like my interviews to unfold naturally. I don't do a script. I have a little bit of a layout, but I like to keep to the authenticity of how it unfolds naturally and where the conversation goes. So being that you just shared with us, Catherine, that you're going to grace us and definitely give us the honor to chat with you on the 21st. I would like to play Rise Up, cover by Catherine and Jordan. How about that? Of living life on a merry-go-round And you can find the fighter But I see it in you, so we go walk it out and We gon' walk it out and move mountains And I'll rise up, I'll rise like a day I'll rise up, I'll rise unafraid I'll rise up, and I'll do it a thousand times again Spider. 
Everyone, you've got to go to Jordan's YouTube because to watch the video, it just brings it all together. Yeah. And the signs that you it's, guys uh, are holding up? Yeah, yeah. We we just wanted to uh, we just wanted to sort of spread a bit of positivity because we we released that sort of right in the middle of um of of the sort of the, the the peak of the covid cases or at least in the uk um so understandably people were pretty low at that point um so yeah we just wanted to sing a nice song spread a, a positive message and yeah truly never expected it to to go as crazy as it did what brought you to the x factor i would like to go there right now Ooh, the x factor um what brought me to the X Factor? I guess to tell you the absolute truth, um, maybe impatience. Um, and what I mean by that is, I'll be honest, I'm not I'm not the biggest advocate for those kind of shows. Um, not not that my not that my my time on the show was 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 bad or anything like that. I just think, um, obviously, as an as an artist, as an untimed artist, you're wanting to break through you do anything it it takes and and you grind and you graft and i think maybe i got to a stage and i thought i've done uh, everything in my power or i thought i had done everything in my power at that time to sort of make it happen and i guess it's 
I guess I saw it as like a, a stepping stone. I wouldn't say I, I saw it as like a shortcut or like a an easy win, but possibly a stepping stone um, to get you that exposure. Um, so yeah, I, I did it. I say I regret regretted it, but I would I, I certainly wouldn't do it again. And I certainly uh, my advice would be to if anyone who's considering going on one of these shows is. Just decide what kind of artist you want to be. If you wanna, if you wanna be a a real artist, and I use that word, you know, I don't mean that like negatively on anyone who would go on a show. And at the end of the day, I went on. So, but if you wanna be like a real artist who breaks through naturally, then maybe it's not the right thing. But there's obviously been some incredible success stories from the show. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't do it again. I don't know what you. Th- I don't know what you think to that. Um, it's 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 always a strange one because pe- when I say it, people go, "Oh, really?" Like you, you. Uh, yeah, you, I, I almost try and avoid my link to the X Factor, just because I feel like it can. Um, it can do as much bad for you as it can do as can do good if you're a link to those kind of shows but that's just my opinion and obviously like i said there's been some incredible success stories off the off the back of those kind of shows so yeah for what it's worth and i'm saying this objectively as a representative i believe what you have done and every decision you have made has been perfectly brilliant and designed in a way to where it's led you to where you are at today absolutely yeah like i said no regrets for for from going on the show um and i don't really do regrets i don't think it's i don't think it's good for you um to to, to be honest but yeah every every path you take leads you obviously has led me to, to this point which is a pretty place to be so so yeah i, I agree completely when simon cal said we're impressed with his catchy original song and punchy performance that hands down says that you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. The, the judges were lovely. Um, they were lovely. And uh, you know, that's, that was amazing to hear. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll always look back on it with, with, with fond memories sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? You, you'd, you would think that my, my time on there was positive. I don't know. I, I can't really explain it. I just, I just don't know if I would do it again. But like you say, this, um, it's led me to, to where I am now. So, so yeah. Take this in consideration. You're made for television. You've got great fashion sense. You are not shy with the camera. And the number one question to ask yourself is, Am I ready for the world? Because the world is yeah. ready for you. I mean, for the fact of it is, is for God, the universe, all the above, whatever it is that you believe in, you made it onto the show. And this is my my heart, what my gut is telling me, to say, Jordan, the, ro- the world is ready for you. The question is, is are you ready for the world? And I believe that's something for you to really answer and own it because yeah. you are a teacher. 
All right. So, you know, you teach music. Yeah. The, uh, the, there's a difference of being in the world and being there for others. Would you like to be there for yourself? And with everything that you're putting into within your music career, it's imperative that you not only answer it, but own it of whether or not you're going to allow the world to be able to see you, receive you, and embrace you. Because if you're not able to emotionally and mentally and physically be in that position, you're going to step out sporadically. You're going to come out with all these great videos, amazing music, wonderful, you know, treats and uh, things that you're doing with your mom. But you've got two identities, and you can do them both. But right now, you're you're staying in one lane when you can have feet yeah. to a foot in both lanes. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about right, that? It's, yeah, definitely. It's 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 something that I've thought a lot about recently, and you know, I spoke to my mom. I spoke to my uh, my manager, my sort of the team that that work around me with my music and like I said uh, when we when we just just earlier I said you know we're trying to find the the line between you know uh you know I'll be honest I, I don't I don't want to be a, a, a duo with my mum and I know my mum doesn't want that but um it's nice to do and if you know we get I'm I'm not going to kid myself I'm going to lie to myself the the stuff I've done with my mum has got just as much sort of exposure just as much response if not more than 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 my music so the way i look at it is this the stuff i do with my mom we enjoy doing it we obviously we 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 enjoy seeing the response we're really grateful for for for, for the messages and the comments that we get and just the just the response in general and then if that leads people then to listen to my own, like my original music, which sort of tells my personal story, uh, then, then it's a win-win. That's how I look at it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of the, the, the plan going forward is just keep doing, we're just going to keep doing both. We're going to do me and we're going to do me singing with my mom because enough people want to, want to hear it, want to see it. So that's the plan moving forward, I think. Do you enjoy doing both? Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, like you mentioned the, the, the teaching as well. I, I enjoy doing the teaching. Um, do, would I, would I give up the teaching if, if, if someone said, right, you're going on, I don't know, you're going on a world tour, you're going to be doing, it's going to be Jordan Rabjohn is full on 24 seven and that's it. Then, you know, I drop the teaching in a heartbeat. I might miss certain aspects of it, but look, the bigger dream is, is obviously, is obviously music. Um, and yeah, if someone said, look, I don't know, you signed to a major record deal or you've got, you've got this tour or whatever. And we need to drop, we need to drop the, um, we need to drop the collaborations with your mom and it's just you. Uh, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even need to think about it because my mom would say, absolutely stop. We don't do it. You go and you go and take on the world sort of thing. So, yeah. 
I would say, do you do what feels good and feels right for you. And I truly yeah. believe if anything, things for a reason, I have a feeling you, you may believe in that with this conversation and this interview, you can have best of all worlds. The reason why yeah. is because you're owning it. You're sharing tremendous amount of transparency. That's what is enlightening. It's inspiring. And it's not something that many people have the opportunity. And here's something I would like to offer you to really receive it as a gift and advice is there are many broken homes out there. There are many people and, and I can relate with myself, you know, my biological mother is no longer here in this world. That's a, a whole other story, but I know what it's like to have a mother that's absent and my mom who adopted me, she's no longer here. And there are many people of all ages that come from broken homes that don't have the support system that they wish they could because both parents have to work or they've got one parent. So many people are dealing with uh, the lack of security to have at least one parent. You're blessed to where you're able to share, you and your mom together are sharing a gift to let people know that this is hope to look at your life, to ask, who, who do I love? Who loves me? And what can I do to value, to respect the value of those that are in my life, no matter how big or small? You know, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, niece, nephew. You know, their adoption is very much happening greatly right now because people are really understanding the value of what human life means and what it's about and family and relationships. And that's what you're offering. And you're doing it both with your mom and solo. Once again, with great encouragement and suggestion, embrace all of this because you're doing yeah. a lot more and it's what the world needs. When I watched you and your mom, it brought back the thoughts of my mom. It brought back, you know, ideas like, oh, wow, like, I remember when my mom and I used to sing in the car back when, you know, tapes were the biggest thing, you know, she loved Barry Manilow, you know, she, there were, there was music, pop music that, you know, my mother was a, a deacon in a church, missionary, uh, a nurse, you know, who worked in a hospital. And there were some things that were very, very strict and, uh, and, you know, but she had an open mind. So, when I turned on some of the pop music back in the 80s that I used to listen to, um, she got into it. And that I, I can relate to you and your mom, Catherine, in that way. You guys just take it to another level, but you are sharing a lot more. And it's needed. And yeah, I, I really hope you receive that message. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. No, I, I, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate what you know, what you, uh, what you're saying. I, um, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly keep, keep doing what we can to, to spread that, spread that positivity, and, and you know, that's, that's the main thing. I, I always say, not to sound cheesy, because it, it can easily come across as, as a bit cheesy, but 
you know that that was that was the main intention uh when we when we did the rise up cover was just to um see if we could pull people out if someone's in a dark place see if, see if we could spread some spread some love and, and pull them out of that dark place uh so yeah hopefully hopefully we've done that and um yeah we'll we'll see what see what we can see what we can come up with next to um to make people smile really you you did it you accomplished it and i really enjoyed watching it as it was playing and to see the interaction with you and your mom and the signs that you were holding up you're really on your great true path and with that being said i would like to play live overthinking again this song is on power 98.5 top 40 it is one of my new favorite and is there anything you would like to share about this song, the uh, the way you created it, what inspired you? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that that's obviously an original song. Uh, it's, it's very personal to me, but the the response from that one has been has been incredible as well because uh, apparently it's it's also personal to to a, to a lot of other people. So the, the gist of the song is. Um, I, I did quite a lot of overthinking during lockdown and to tell you the truth way before that so I've always been a bit of an overthinker I'll, so I'm the sort of person who I'll get in bed at night and it'll take me an hour or two to switch off because I just you know overthink all the things that have happened that day or what you know what I've got going on things that play on your mind so yeah I'm a massive overthinker uh, and I just wanted to sort of put that into put that into a song in the in the most raw way that I could so I, I tried not to sort of hold back uh, it's not really meant to be a, a a dark song it's not meant to be um depressing in any way but I think because I wrote it quite raw that you, you know you could you could um you could receive it that way but a, a lot of people have, have had a positive reaction to it and have been saying you know I couldn't have put how I feel any better than this. And there people are, are relating to the, to the song and the lyrics. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, the response has been incredible to this and, uh, yeah. So it's, it's very personal to me. So I appreciate you playing it. Absolutely. Overthinking again by Jordan Rabjohn on power 98.5. you come take a seat in my mind i'm sorry for the mess i'm sorry for the mess yeah nice to meet you come take the key to my mind i think it's time i get a few things off my chest yeah nice to meet you come take a seat in my I'm sorry for the mess, yeah Nice to meet you, come take the key to my mind I think it's time I get A few things off my chest 
I love that song. Every, I look forward Thank to you. play every time it comes on, and I'm like, I'm, it, it moves me. I can relate to it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. How do you feel? I've, I've, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit... Do you know what it is? When you, when you make sort of music for yourself, I... Usually I become sort of desensitized to a song because when you write, I, I start writing it and then you start, because I record my own music, I record it and then I spend a week or two or however long mixing it and you hear the song over and over and over and over again. So usually the message in the song kind of gets lost with me after hearing my own song over and over again, you kind of get desensitized to it and then it becomes just a sound that I'm used to hearing. But but that one does kind of yeah it kind of hits home for me and it's strange because it's my song and I I don't have that with any of my other music so yeah it certainly does does the job on me it, it um it makes it kind of yeah it always hits home for me and uh, yeah what about drunken minds what inspired <laughs> you with that one drunken minds that's that's a little uh, a little less deep i suppose uh that's that's that, yeah that one's just uh that one's just about uh the typical kind of um i mean I, i've been guilty of it at times uh having a drink or two or too many drinks and then speaking my mind you know the the old the old cliche drunken minds speak sober truths uh i kind of just thought ah 
it's a relatable subject. Whenever whenever I have a drink, whether that's with my friends, I'm always, I don't know, more honest, more, you know, if if if, if you love someone, you always tell them, you, well, I do at least, I'm always more loving when I've, had a, when I've had a drink. And, you know, if you've got something maybe not so loving to say to someone or you need to get something off your chest, it it usually comes off after a few few drinks by the way i'm not an alcoholic i'm i, I keep I, <laughs> i'm saying this i'm uh, no i yeah so that that's the gist of that song is yeah drunken minds speak sober truths so i tried to make i tried to kind of tie it into a into a, a love song if you like not a love song but you know i'm singing to a girl what i like to share with you is i can relate and understand i always say alcohol is truth serum and yeah i'm very much an aries and as, as you know um very a type very much let's go let's go let's go things don't move quick enough sometimes i my little joke is if anyone has ever watched willy wonka in a chocolate factory you know i'm very much a veruca salt i want it and i want it now <laughs> so with if I were to have a cocktail, uh, and uh, once again, I can relate, it just lets go of the the weight that I put on my shoulders. Yeah. So, so I can understand and relate to you with that. Would you like to listen to it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you would. Yeah. Drunken <laughs> Minds by Jordan Rabjohn featuring Charlotte Hanna on Power 98.5. Yeah, I'm talking to you with a I'm a little shy when I'm dry Baby, I'm a pushover when I'm sober, yeah And most of the time I can't even look you in the eye Well, baby, it's about time I try So give me a sip of that liquid confidence and watch me spill my secrets how I'm feeling about you girl when I've had a few yeah cause I'm telling the truth if I'm talking to you with a drunken mind I'm telling the truth if I'm talking to you with a drunken mind I'm telling I'm talking to you, say it I love you and I probably mean it Baby, cause a drunken mind never lies, no I'm telling the truth if I'm talking to you when I I'm talking to you with a drunken mind. I'm telling the truth if I'm talking to you with a drunken mind. 
got a great cinematographer whoever does your videos oh that would you, you know what that's uh, that's me and my girlfriend with a with an old iphone <laughs> that was done with an iphone that's that's what? with an iphone yeah no. yeah 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 honestly yeah it's just um a bit of a bit of clever editing just to kind of mask the bad picture quality uh and yeah just literally in my that was in my girlfriend's bedroom she just filmed me on the on an iphone <laughs> i would not have thought that was done by an iphone very nicely done and you know what you. you can do anything with an iphone especially a good one to stay in age you know what it is when when you when you're an unsigned artist and you and you don't have a huge budget you kind of have to find ways to uh appear professional and at the top of the game without having to actually spend the money so you kind of I've kind of learned special kind of cheating techniques that, that come across, you know, quite professional, but you spend half the budget. So yeah, that's that kind of that that's it's awesome that you that you sort of watched that video and, and thought it looked good because truthfully it is just an old iPhone. <laughs> what software are you doing to just synchronize everything? I mean making sure the each layer, each scene is in synchronicity. Yeah, I use um, I use Adobe Premiere Pro. So you took all the videos by uh, the iPhone and uploaded it to Adobe. Yep, yep. Took them all. Uh, what I do is I just um, I just play the song on a separate speaker. Obviously, sing to it, uh, and then sort of line them all up with with line the drop them into Premiere Pro line the video up with my mouth then overlay the actual audio and that's that's pretty much it yeah it's uh that 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 music video cost absolutely nothing at all to make so that i think that's kind of a message i would send out to to any other unsigned self-releasing artists is you know you can do anything you, especially these days you can do anything yourself for very little money at all now don't get me wrong it costs money to buy an iphone but it's certainly cheaper than a than a 10 thousand pound or ten thousand dollar uh video camera mm -hmm. very nicely done let's talk bedroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm worried about what you're gonna what time <laughs> i know i wonder what everyone else is thinking yeah so i watched a video <laughs> You, re you referred that your bedroom is not a bedroom, it's a toy store. That's right. You could say that, uh -huh. yeah. So, <laughs> so what I want to touch on a couple things, this is more of like a, a, a get to know. And uh, let's see here. Do I have a little do I have a little music prompt? Let's see here. There we go. Let's, 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 let's go into... Jordan Rab John's bedroom. All right. <laughs> Do you know that is that is the that is the exact sound clip that you would use if you were looking at because I'm sat looking at it all now and that is that is so fitting. <laughs> so, oh, not the right one.
Here we go. <laughs> Pixar, Pokemon, and Pez. Yep. You, to name a few things in this room, yeah. I watched the video several times and paused. And so let's start with Pixar. Frozen, yeah. Cinderella, Mulan, or Lady and a Tramp. What one is your top favorite? Out of those, out of those films, I'd go Lady and the Tramp. Out of all the Pixar films that you have in your room, or maybe ones that you oh. haven't gotten yet, what one would be your be your top favorite as well? Wow. Okay. Uh, all the Disney Pixar films. Um, it's tough to pick just one. I know it should be much easier than this. Um, <laughs> Toy Story, uh, Monsters, Inc. Uh, if we're speaking Pixar, then Toy Story or Monsters, Inc. Okay. Or Cars, maybe. But in terms of Disney classics, uh, Aladdin, Lion King. Yeah, I'm a bit of a, I'm a, bit of a Disney geek. <laughs> no, there were, and just to let you know, and what I did, Jordan, is I wrote down the ones I thought would be very interesting. That's why I wrote down Frozen, Cinderella, Mulan, or Lady and a Tramp, because they're all classics, and I love all yeah. four of those. Um, actually, rephrase. Um, Frozen, I haven't gotten too much into because I haven't put too much time into it. This is the perks of having friends who have kids, so I get to see movies I normally wouldn't watch. Um, I got the I'm going to say maybe about 45 minutes into Frozen, but I can see the, I don't know if you want to call it hype, but the interest in that movie. But for me, yeah. it's Cinderella. And yeah. The reason why is with those who understand my background and just from where the, you know, the roots of where I come from, it really is that, gold that dream that inspiration for myself that you need to be an inspiration you need to have hope um believing in yourself and i believe the interpretation for me the whole idea of a fairy godmother is is faith it's it's what you believe in it's prayer and it's pushing through fear and that's what i why i love that movie so much that's the message i got is yeah, yeah. Push through fear. Absolutely. And if you don't believe in yourself, then no one will. So absolutely, you've got to um, you've got to be you've, you've got to be your own best friend. And I think you've got to be able to. Um, I mean, just going back to the overthinking song, I think you've got to. It's it's a great thing if you can be left to your own mind and be happy with that. Um, I think there's this yeah I'm getting a bit deep but it's uh if you can if you can be just in your own head and be happy there and um and that's such an important thing pez who's your favorite character because i saw goofy there are a couple other good ones in there <laughs> i've got what have i got uh i got mickey mouse because uh yeah i've always been <laughs> i've always been a I mean, you know, earlier I mentioned that we've we've been on countless uh, family holidays, vacations to uh, to the states. Uh, you might be disappointed to hear that we have 
those have all been to, to Orlando. And when I say disappointed, what I mean is, obviously, how many states are there in the US? I don't want to have a, I don't want to guess because I'll be honest, I don't know. But I know it's a, a, a we got 50 states. Let's ask Alexa. 50 states. How many states are in the United States? <laughs> 50 states. 50 states. Including states. Alabama. Okay, so, including Alabama, <laughs> right. So 50 states. And I've been to the United States uh, probably 12, 13 times, maybe, maybe more, and only ever been to Florida. So that's why I say... When I speak to speak to my American friends and they go, okay, you've been you've been quite a few times, yeah, but only to Florida. <laughs> so I'm a massive I'm a massive Disney geek. I'm a massive Orlando theme park fan. But uh, usually the response I get is like, oh, you're missing out. You're missing out on the rest of the states. <sighs> I don't know if you have. I mean, you're how old? Twenty five. All right. If you were your age or say 20 years old in the 1980s, I'm going to say definitely in the 90s because I know that you're, you definitely loved the 90s era. If you were 20 years old in the 90s and you went to New York, Chicago, and... I can't speak for LA, but I'm going to definitely say Philadelphia, New York, and Chicago. You would have loved it. The reason why is yeah. you had privacy. You could go to any club, right. bar, restaurant. I'm just going to be honest. You did not put up with this vigilante bullshit where everyone's pulling out their little pocket cell phones, recording everything. Like if you wanted to be a, a, a drunken mess in a club, you can be a drunken <laughs> mess in a club. If you want to have a little hanky-panky in a bathroom, you don't have to worry about anybody putting a phone underneath the stall or over the stall trying to tape you. You could yeah. do so much back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And the freedom was incredible. Your generation, and I truly, truly work with many millennials and Gen X. I respect your generation, love your generation, and you're giving this world the biggest kick in the ass that it needs because we need real change, okay? Across the board, we need real change. The only yeah. thing I, do, I don't envy is the fact that your generation has more trauma from the politics BS, we live in a world where it's all about power and empowerment. If you really look at it, no matter what it is, it's everything's about power and empowerment and there's no privacy. Not saying my generation as a Gen X was any better. We had our issues as well, but I'm gonna honestly say when I think of this day and age and your generation and Gen Z, it's like, why would anyone bitch and complain about millennials? Why would anybody have anything to say about the younger generation? Do you not know what they have to freaking deal with? You know, <laughs> shootings, raids, pandemics, you know, political nonsense, you know, struggle for freedom and independence. And then on top of it, social no privacy, social media, social, social media. media as well. But I'm going to tell you, I would have loved you know that back in my day and age, but go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, social media is um, obviously as a, as a modern day music artist, but pretty much as 
a modern day a anything you're trying to make it in any sort of field social media is a big part of is going to be a big part of your um, job how you market your business whatever but spe specifically about music i would love to drop off the face of the earth when it comes to social media and just do it sort of the i don't say old-fashioned way but the sort of have it just all be about the music and live gigs and buying music and whatnot and uh but yeah social media has just become such a big thing it's kind of it's just engulfed everything hasn't it so you you i i have to be on social media and be seen to be posting constantly and on all the different platforms and yeah it kind of just takes you away from real life at times but yeah. then obviously there's a there's a really great side to it because obviously you know i'm able to share my music with the world as opposed to just the city that i live in or so there's pros and cons definitely the positive side is let's say if you were in the 1980s and early 90s where things were at it was very difficult why do I say this yeah. is because where social media and connection is at today, which people, and I'm going to say of any age, you know, really yeah. understand when I started in public relations, when I was 18, you know, business, you didn't have access to people's numbers. People didn't put their email addresses. The only way that you can get, especially if I, let's say I wanted to interview you, I would have to know someone personally that's part of your team or yep. if you're with a record company it would have to come in as a referral there is no way in years ago anyone could reach out to anyone as easy as you can today book an interview book a gig get signed by a record company everything was you had to have a college education or you had to be really really slick as a salesman to be able yep. to get the opportunities we have today so for your generation especially what you did with your iphone okay in the 80s and early 90s we would have to pay about a thousand dollars and you got to figure all right we were stuck with vhs look at the digital aspect of what you can do like you said you're recording and you upload it to adobe we didn't have any of yeah. that back then so everything is so easily put into everyone's hands today the number one yeah. thing is the what i call the journalist vigilante where everyone's pulling out once again their cell phones and recording and taping everything start freaking enjoying life be private go yeah. to clubs leave your cell phones off i'm going to tell you when i lived in vegas it was one of the best cities i ever lived in never thought in the entire world especially with having a dad that was in the military that i ever would love the city of las vegas best city i ever visited best city i ever lived in problem though especially in vegas um i remember I was invited to an event. There were these two girls that, you know, were out partying. They came and started to, you know, join in on our crowd. And I remember the, they were both working at FedEx and the one, both were drunk, but the one was just shit face plastered. And she yeah. starts getting on the ground. Now keep in mind, she had a white summer dress on and she's getting on the ground, splitting her legs showing her underwear falling on her face i said to her friend i was like 
your friend needs help here. Go get her. And in the meantime, instead of anybody helping this young, innocent girl out, and why I say innocent, because it's not relevant of what she drank and how much she drank. You've got two options as a, de as a human being to be a decent human being. Help someone that is unable to help themselves instead of pulling out your little phones and recording in which they were doing. And my one friend said to me, and I won't ever forget this. She said, aren't you going to tape this? I said, why the fuck am I going to tape this girl? I ended up pushing a couple people out because there were a couple like unsightly guys looking at her in a wrong way. And I got her by the uh, left arm and I went to her friend. I was like, listen, you need to go and you need to sit her down or you guys need to leave. If you need me to get you a cab, get you something, an Uber, whatever, let me know. But you cannot stay in this situation and in this position. I want people to know, and I don't mean to go to that area, but it's an important topic since we're on this and about social media. Be fucking responsible. It's as simple yeah. as that. And be a good human being and stop enjoying other people's misery, stupidity, and everything else. Because the other thing that's a problem with social media is, listen, if you love nudity, you like, you know, back in the 80s, it was all about tits and ass. Now it's all about dick and ass. And I'm just going to put it to you real and raw. You know, someone like yourself as a true real artist that's fully clothed, you deserve the respect and everything that you've worked hard for. But it's amazing in this day and age that all you have to do is have a semi-erect penis, naked and nude on social media, and you get millions of likes and followers. It's like, grow the heck up. Why is sex and nudity the only thing that seems to be important on social media? But someone like you that's classy and sophisticated when you're posting good content, you got the numbers, but can you imagine the numbers you really should have and deserve instead of in the thousands? Why not the hundreds of thousands of millions, but guaranteed if you were like half naked, you know, in, in your underwear, oh, they'd be loving eating up all these thirsty people. <laughs> so that's the other problem yeah. with social media. Listen, I don't have an issue with nudity or anything else, but stop giving praise to people who were porning and pimping and prostituting and trafficking themselves out there okay they are self um uh what, what would it be uh they're a self-predator to their own self okay self-predatorial behavior porning and pimping and trafficking themselves it doesn't deserve notoriety someone such as jordan rabjohn He's someone and people like him deserve notoriety. So put your attention, your likes, your comments, and your shares more on content that shows intellectual uh, importance instead of just nudity, dick, tits, and ass. That's my elevator yep. speech. I would I would agree. I would agree with that. I would agree with definitely. I mean, you see it more, more and more with music. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I guess sex has always sold right through since the early days of pop music. But now more than ever, it's it's almost like the shackles are completely off. And, uh, you know, whoever can be the most, I don't know, the, the sexual in the, in the lyrics, in the visu visually like social media, in the music videos. You know who I really, really, really respect at the minute? Um, Billie Eilish. And the reason why I've got so much respect for her is because she, I mean, don't get me wrong, anyone's body is their body. They can do whatever they want with it. If they get it out, 
get it out if you want to keep, put it keep it away it's your body do what you want with it but Billie Eilish is kind of she's truly just about the music and um I believe that she's had pressure from sort of from the music industry to to turn into this typical pop star typical female pop star how you know um show a bit more skin and she's kind of just gone no I'm gonna go on stage in uh I'm gonna go on stage in baggy pants and and a jumper because it's just about the music to her um so I've got a lot of respect for that actually um yeah so I agree I agree that yeah there's it's far too overly sexualized at times music well keep in mind look at the fact of this especially a major artist that was in pigtails and uh, squatting or however you want to put on whatever that position is on the ground. Everyone knows her. It's the people who are managing and representing and promoting young talent. And I'm going to tell you this. Go for the art. Go for the songs. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing back in my generation. The music came before the artist. Now it's the artist before the music. But, you know, young girls and young guys do not need to be pimped, porn, or predatorized out there in the music industry. We don't need someone in, you know, short, short skirt. Uh, I just saw, I she looked 12 years old, someone on Instagram, definitely a minor, okay? Very well-known mm-hmm. minor in the industry, all right? On a major network program in a bathtub. And mm-hmm. even though, I don't know, had a bikini top or bra, but it's like, what is this girl who's definitely, you know, early teens doing a video, trying to act like she's putting on her makeup in a bathtub? Because I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. When I was that age, when all of us was that age... We were not relating. Now, now, don't get me wrong, okay? Kids are kids. You know, we all understand sexually and finding out who we are. But not even the last thing that, especially my generation, that we needed to have emphasized is someone of our own age or around our age being sexualized. We went for the music of how it felt. So, once again, Mm -hmm. if you're a mom, dad, whoever you are, even, you know, for yourself... uh, Anyone who's representing any, you know, record company, whoever it is, if they're wanting to put your kid, no matter who you are, what age, in a bathtub, uh, doing bedroom scenes, why? Because you're not yeah, selling seems music. Strange. You're not. Nope. Yeah, you're not selling music. You're selling predatorial tra- kid trafficking content. Yep. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's like I mean, like it's pretty simple. If you're a minor, if you're if you're if you're underage, then it there's, there's, there shouldn't be any sex. There's uh, you know any part of it. it. It has to be about the music. And I would question anyone who, who thinks otherwise. And you know, the, like you said, that the, the the people at these rep. I mean, I don't know what artists you're talking about, but I know some. Ex- I know I know examples, and you know. I'd, it, it should be about the music. Um, yeah, it's a bit disturbing, really. Um, but you know, I worry about like some some of the some of the music in the charts. It's um, you know, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to hate on any particular artist. But 
there are some artists who, who you hear you hear the music and you think it's almost like you're just trying to be as vulgar and as sexual and just try and cram as much dirt into a song lyrically and visually as you can uh and you know that's what the kids are that's what the kids are seeing so i kind of i kind of worry for the for the generation who are in school now because yeah it's it's just it's just becoming less about the music and just more about being as rude and crude and vulgar and whatever else as you can be and that's no good in my opinion that's why like i said that's why i've got a lot of, a lot of respect for billy eilish she's at the top of the the music the music food chain at the minute she is the top dog and she's she's just doing a thing it's about the music um and i respect that awesome thank you for letting me share it uh is something i'm very open about and very as you can tell jordan raw about because once again yeah. i'm a, an advocate for all of you i'm an advocate for anyone that just wants to you know just have a sense of class and self-respect and you know there's nothing worse than someone allowing someone else or themselves to you know be their own predator and you can't sugarcoat or, or milk coat that okay stop being a predator nope. Um, on that note, any shout out to anyone and share with us any drops of what we're going to have to look forward to and from you next. So obviously, uh, as we said before, I've got um, I've got my next single, Nervous, releasing on the 21st of August. Um, so next week, next Friday. Um, and there'll be a music video coming out for that on the day of release. So on Friday, the song will release. You'll be able to stream and download that on all the regular places, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, all those places. Uh, and there'll be a music video out as well. Uh, the month after, so at some time in September, I'll be releasing another song, uh, I won't give away the name of that song yet. In fact, no, I will. I will. I will give it up. That song will be called She's Not From Round Here. And that's basically about, I mean, simply that's about meeting a girl who is from a different city or a different area. And you have, and she has trouble. In, I mean, I've got, at times, I've got quite a, a broad, a broad Sheffield accent. That's where I'm from. Uh, I've, at times, it comes through stronger than others. So that song is about meeting a girl and her, going what are you talking about i can't understand even if she's from the uk just what did you just say can't understand it because we have like our own lingo in different areas of the uk so that's uh, coming out on in september and yeah keep your eyes and ears peeled there will be more and there'll be another cover with my mom coming very soon well, as I told you before we went on live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 that you're more than welcome to do a live drop here anytime. As long as you got some preparation, send me any photos, any information so we can get that out there. And I would like to, you know, play it here. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that, mate. Definitely. And, and once again, uh, would you like a? am going to give a shout out to Catherine. Catherine, thank you for giving us the gift of bringing Jordan into this world. And who else would you like to add to that? 
Who else could I shout out? Uh, shout out your mom too, if you want. Yeah, go cool. on. Let's shout. I, I'm sure she's still listening. So, mom, if you're listening, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think. Let me let me just double check something. Okay, I, uh, do it. Take your time. She, she might. I'm double checking to see if she's back home. No, I was just checking if she had. Uh-huh. She'd arrived back home and, and carefully let herself in and tried to not make too much noise because she knows I'm obviously all right doing this interview but no she's not so she's still out which is a shame but yeah that's the shout out to my mom okay <laughs> excellent well I'm looking forward to having her on on August 21st and we can do same time let me know we'll correlate it and thank you for being Perfect. with us here live on air with Stephen Cuoco on power 98.5 thank you for having me I truly appreciate you Jordan Everyone, thank you for tuning in on Facebook Live, Power 98.5, on Stephen Croco, as well as we are live on YouTube. Get the app, download, share. This will be on Spotify uh, very soon. Uh, it's 11.22 uh, East Coast time right now here in the state. So probably within the next half hour or so, it'll be up on uh, Spotify and all other platforms. I will be airing this on Power 98.5 most likely next week. I just got to sort out some days. So, uh, you know, get on top of the email list and uh, join up to be a VIP. You know, go to Jordan's YouTube. uh, Check out all his information. Definitely take a look at his videos. You will be impressed, especially with the the iPhone video that was made, because I'm going to tell you, it looked like about a $5,000 project video, and and you did very well. And uh, also, do you have a personal or professional website you want to add, to add to this? Uh, I do, yeah. Uh, so if you if you search www.jordanrabjohn.com, uh, you know, I'll be honest, right now, the website we're currently working on the website so as of today the website is not actually up but it's there it's just we're just updating it uh, so any other t- any other day of the year you will find my actual website today you'll probably find some strange google landing page that just says i don't know this page is under construction or whatever but yeah jordanrabjohn.com okay cool is the one and then if you need any information, I'll send that over to you. And like I said, I'll send you the Spotify link. I will send you uh, the dates or what day this episode will be airing. And if your manager has any questions or anything or needs any information, let me know. I'll send anything over to him or her. Um, but I will send everything directly to you. Um, I do have your email. And, you know, welcome to Power 98.5. You're home. Perfect. And... You know, first come, first serve. Let me know of anything that's going on and everything that's going on. Absolutely will do, mate. Thank you for that. It's really appreciated. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.